You're listening to Lunch with Lloyd. On Dubai Eye 103.8. Hi guys, it's Mark Lloyd from Lunch with Lloyd. Good to have you along on this podcast. And 007 was in the air on the show this week as we celebrated the anniversary of the first 007 movie, Doctor No, being premiered in the city of London. So we were asking you your favourite Bond movies, your favourite Bond songs, and you didn't let us down, let me tell you. We also spoke rap music with Dubai-based rapper Ezo, who's got a brand new single out, Urban Market was on the show. They are returning to Media One Hotel. If you like your vintage clothes and thrift, then that's going to be happening this weekend. Horrible Histories is heading to the QE2 as well. We spoke to the cast and also meet the Beatles. All things Paul McCartney, John Lennon, Ringo Starr and George Harrison. Do enjoy it and don't forget to join me live on the show weekdays from 11 o'clock only on Dubai Eye 103.8. You're listening to Lunch with Lloyd on Dubai Eye 103.8. Today is the day. It's actually James Bond Day, celebrating the Bond franchise on the anniversary of the date on which the first Bond film, Doctor No, premiered in London in 1962. Yeah, all those years ago, 1962, the first Bond movie premiered, and uh, James Bond Day was actually first celebrated in 2012 to mark the 50th anniversary of the film's uh, series. So, what I'm asking you guys today, all things Bond, what is your favourite Bond movie, your favourite James Bond theme tune, and have you been to see the new one yet? Um, uh, no time to die. Anything Bond is what we're talking about. We've got Hillary joining us on the line. Good morning, Hillary. How are you? Morning, Mark. How are you? Excellent. So tell me about your James Bond journey. Um, I, I think <laughs> I think you're one of the few people. Is it true you've not seen one? I don't think so. I don't think ever. You've never seen a James Bond film? No, I really don't think I have. <laughs> I've heard of them. Do you know? I mean, I don't mean I've heard. I mean. I can picture some from when I was younger that my dad liked things, wasn't there? Yeah. Octopussy was one like that or something. And I remember one being called Golden Finger or something. Ah, Goldfinger, yeah. That that was that was uh, an absolute... That was um, Sean Connery in, in Goldfinger, one of the earlier okay. ones. Uh, so you've not been to see any of the um, the Daniel Craig series of, of Bonds? No, I don't, which bit, I don't even know what Daniel Craig looks like. I'm useless. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what about the theme songs? Um, have you, have you um, kind of, you know, liked any of the theme songs? Well, I remember Skyfall. It's the only one I can think of. Oh, yes, yeah, Skyfall um, from Adele. Um, that was in the last five or six years or something like that. Yeah, well, why don't you, you know, Hillary, make a point of going seeing uh, this new one, uh, this this new Bond film. It's the last one with with oh, Daniel Craig. Is, is it a good time, good place to start? 
start with them. We're actually talking, there's a family recently saying we should watch them all right from the beginning. Yeah, well, um, you can do that if you've got the time to do that, for sure. But, I mean, each one is kind of a standalone movie as well. Um, so okay. I would advise you to go along and see this this latest one, uh, okay, No Time to Die. Yeah, and then uh, report back to me, okay, Hillary? Okay, okay, we'll do, yeah. <laughs> That's Hillary there. Never seen a James Bond movie. I, I find that, uh, wow, uh, absolutely mind-blowing, really. As uh, we celebrate the franchise today of uh, the anniversary of the date when the first Bond film, Doctor No, uh, got its premiere in the City of London back in 1962. The actual date itself, though, was first celebrated in 2012 to mark the 50th anniversary of the film's series. We've got Shazzy joining us on the show. Uh, good morning, Shazzy. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing very well. Thank you for having me. It's a real pleasure. Um, good to have you on the show. So tell me, um, your favourite Bond moments. I think there's a favourite line for you as well, isn't there? Oh, definitely. The, from the moment I saw it, of course, in a rerun. I'm not that old. <laughs> it's the one that, um, it's a Dr. No, and James Bond says, Sean Connery, of course, says, do you expect me to talk? And Dr. No says, no, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. Oh, beautifully <laughs> delivered there, Shazzy. You should be in one of the movies, I think. No, 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 but that's just the ultimate, like... You know, what do you want me to do? Talk? No, 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 you're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sean Connery was amazing in that film, Goldfinger, of course. And right. Odd Job was uh, was the guy who had a hat that he would throw at people, and it was made of steel. So it was a bit of a nasty hat. So it was that one. Have you been to see the latest one, Shazzy? No, actually, I have not. I am sort of. Um waiting until the crowds die down. Okay, okay. Well, it's well worth a watch whenever you get to see it. I'm sure you're going to love it. Thanks for your call, Shazzy. Much appreciated. Uh, Susan's with us on uh, line number two. Good morning, Susan. How are you doing today? Oh, good morning, Mark. Uh, Thanks for having me on the show. (laughs) It's always a pleasure to have a chat with you, Susan, uh, every day. I feel like I'm back home in the north of England with your accent, you know. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. You're from Manchester, I think, he said, didn't you? I am, yeah. Greater Manchester, yes. We're neighbours then. We are. You're from Preston, yeah. (laughs) Anyway, uh, when it comes to James Bond, um, have you seen a lot of Bond movies? And which would you put as your favourite? Well, the favourite one has to be the new one because it was totally unexpected. I did. I thought it was just going to be the same as the other Bond movies or similar. Yeah. A lot of them are very action-packed, but not not a great story. You know, the kind of I don't know. They, I wasn't that keen on all the other ones except for the uh, Goldfinger. I thought that that was a great film. You know, great movie. Yeah. Um, I don't remember a great deal about it, though it's years since I saw it, but I remember people people dying, you know, being painted gold. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah, I remember and, that. Uh, I, 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 I love the, the theme song by Shirley Bassey, I think it was, oh, you know, yeah. the whole thing. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that was uh, fantastic. Yeah, I think that was my favourite. Yeah, and uh, and now you really enjoyed the new one, which is absolutely brilliant. Um, I, I, I might go and see it again, actually. Actually, I might, Mark. I really enjoyed it. It was fantastic. That, that, that was my favourite from the, the, the Bond movies, the Goldfinger, up until the new one, and then that 
top the sarcastic, mold, you yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fantastic film. I, I could see it again. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Well, Susan, have a great morning, and thanks so much for your call. Once again, keep your messages coming in as uh, we are celebrating the Bond franchise on the anniversary of the date uh, of uh, when the first Bond film premiered in London. That was Doctor No back in 1962. Your favourite Bond movie, your favourite Bond song. I want to hear them all. Tarek joins us on the show. Good morning, Tarek. How are you? Good morning. How are you? Excellent. And uh, thanks it's for your... T- two minutes left for the noon. Yes, <laughs> the, not, ten minutes, isn't it, of, of the noon, and then we're going to be into the afternoon. So are you a fan of James Bond, Tarek? Yes, I do. I do. I have seen not all of them, but uh, a few of them. Okay. Which is your favourite? I, I, I wrote, I wrote it, The Man with the Golden Gun. Oh, wow. Now, I've been lucky. If that was it, Roger Moore. Yeah, it's Roger a, Moore, yeah. If you ever get to Thailand, Tarek, you can actually visit the island. Uh, in um, It's just off Phuket, uh, where the, the actual uh, movie uh, was shot. Phuket, yes. Yes, yes. Did you go to James Bond Island? No, not really. You didn't? <laughs> oh, if you ever go back there, it's an absolutely brilliant trip. It's um, maybe, um, you know, two or three hours trip. Uh, round trip, but uh, you visit James Bond Island and see where all them fantastic scenes were actually shot with uh, Roger Moore. Are you going to be going to see the new one? Yeah, definitely. I was waiting for it. Right. Well, it's well worth a watch, I can tell you, Tarek. Thank you so much for uh, your call. Keep them coming in. Finn, thanks for your message. Good morning, Mark. I liked Live and Let Die. Um, when James Bond ran across a path of crocodiles. Yes, I remember that scene. And your favourite theme tune is this. Yeah, Finn, I love that one as well. Um, and, you know, when you see it in context with the, the movie, it, it even it's even better uh, than what it is there. This is my favourite bit. Those violins. Uh, that's so James Bond, isn't it? Thanks for all your messages coming along. And, uh, Claire, your favourite Casino Royale, the first one with Daniel Craig. Uh, Christina messaging in, Tomorrow Never Dies for Me is uh, the best movie. And Dr Carthy, thanks for your message. Good afternoon, Mark. Um, I love all of Daniel Craig's Bond movies. I love Adele's Skyfall and Sam Smith's writing on the wall uh, when it comes to the theme tunes. This is Lunch with Lloyd. On Dubai Eye, 103.8. Yeah, welcome back uh, into the show Tuesday. And, of course, uh, music is very much a focal point on Lunch with Lloyd, whatever style of music. And it's rap coming up for us today. And it's a real pleasure to welcome um, the hip-hop Emirati artist Ezo to uh, the show. Ezo, good afternoon. How are you, sir? Yo, man. Hope everything's great with you, man. I'm good. Very good. Yeah, everything fantastic here. So we want to find out a little bit about you. I believe your passion for music started when you were in your teens, about 16 years of age. So tell me about yeah. that time. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I was just chilling, you know, in my own room and everything. And I've always loved music. I always loved Eminem and 50 Cent and stuff like that. So uh, I just had to start something by myself. And when I started, I was like, you know what, I found my passion right there, you know. 
Yeah. Uh, start from there, man. You're there. You're right there, for sure. Um, so some of those artists that you were listening to, um, you know, did you kind of formulate your own style of rapping from each of those? Did you take a little bit of Eminem, maybe a little bit of 50 Cent, and, and slot it into your own style? Yeah, 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 I mean, with the, you know, with the evolution of hip-hop, I just kind of went with it. And you know what I'm saying? Everyone, like, inspires me in a way. So I kind of took this and this, and then, you know, I like it. Uh, t- tell me a little bit about the name as well, Ezo. Um, <laughs> E-Z-O-W. Um, unusual yeah. name, but what, what's kind of the significance of that? I mean, uh, Ezo is actually kind of inspired by Eazy, the rapper, right? So I really like Eazy, you know, the guy from Trader Cops and, you know, Fire Guys. So um, that's what it really is, Ezo, and then, you know, I kind of have my own mashup to it, so yeah. Okay, cool name. Um, now, you've just um, released um, uh, your latest song. It's called New London. So yeah. tell me about this tune. Well, I mean, you know, the London scene is crazy right now. And I am really inspired a lot by the London scene. And uh, I just walked in the studio and I was like, you know what? I know exactly what it is, man. So I hit up my man, JB. Shout out my man, JB, for producing that track, which is, you know, insane. And uh, I wanted to tackle that London scene, and I'm very much in love with that London scene, so that's what it is. I, I mean, do you have plans on maybe um, doing shows in London? Is that something that might be on the radar for you, Ezo? Yeah, for sure, for sure, man. You know what it is, yeah. For sure, bro. All right, let's have a little clip of, of this um, of this track. New London, this is uh, Ezo. I just put weeks in three days. I don't put bars like pre-say. I don't keep that's cliche. I got my chin to pre And I get wins like PK. Now they coming back like replay. If they twins, we can three-way. I can do four, it's a cheat day. My boys do no wrong. Because I'm pretty hot to be cold. Now my C's in a boat. Put my G's in a coat. I don't get hits and dents. I just get a blurt out pants. And I might pick her friends. If you want to play pretend. So there's a little clip of uh, the tune uh, London. Uh, where was it recorded, uh, Ezo? And uh, just tell me about the production that's gone into that. Um, I mean, my, my man JB shot me the track and I was like, you know what, I know this is the right thing you're looking for. So I had it recorded here in Dubai, actually. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Like, you know. So you recorded this, recorded it in, in Dubai, a song uh, yeah. all about London. I mean, do you manage to get, to, get out to do any live gigs um, across the city, Ezo? Um, not that much, no. Okay, um, is it something that's, uh, that you'd like to get into? I mean, yeah, for sure. Of course, uh, uh, So if people want to add this to their collection, New London, um, where do they need to go to, to to actually download it? I mean, you can find Apple Music, Spotify, Amidami, all that stuff. These are, bro, everywhere, bro. It's everywhere. It's all over. Oh. <laughs> um, and what about uh, new songs? What are you working on at the moment, Ezo? I am working on my album, which I announced a while ago on my Instagram, and it's going to be pretty fire. Okay, when's that due out? I mean, that's kind of classified. (laughs) (laughs) So it's still a work in progress, is it? Yeah, yeah, you say that. Yeah, that's much better. Yeah. Uh, Did you make a video as well to go along with this new song? Of course, man. Tell me about the video. Tell me about the video. I mean... I would say the video kind of highlights the, the life of London, the hip hop scene, and all that. You get what I'm saying? So um, once it's out, you probably get like the vibe of that. You know how you and like you go from zero to a hundred. You know, and especially the London scene is very nice because it it highlights a lot of those stuff. How you go from zero to a hundred? So yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And what about the Dubai scene, um, finally, when it comes to rap? Uh, I mean, is there quite a community of you guys um, in, in the city? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't know. <laughs> you're, you're the only one, <laughs> as far as you're concerned. Uh, yeah, Ezo, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Ezo, respect you, man. Love that song. And um, uh, once again, if people want to follow you, your Instagram, where, where, where can they find that? It's Ezo, and then you can add an H at the end. So it's Ezo. If they search Ezo, they'll find me right there. Cool, man. E-Z-O-W. Yeah, E-Z-O-W. That's uh, Ezo uh, talking a little bit of rap on the show today. Great to have him on the programme. And uh, don't forget to follow him and uh, maybe download that song, New London. This is Dubai Eye 103.8. You're listening to Lunch with Lloyd. Indeed you are. And welcome back to the show happening this weekend. Uh, returning to its kind of um, birthplace, I guess, is the Urban Market. And to tell us a little bit more about what we can expect, we have the organiser, Kirsty, joining us on the line. Good afternoon, Kirsty. How are you? Good afternoon. I'm great. How are you? Very, very good. Uh, so you've been on a bit of a tour around uh, the city over the last uh, few months with the Urban Market, but uh, you're making a big return to where it all started. Yeah, so back in March, uh, the first, ever urban market was born in p7 arena at a media one hotel and we're going back there so we're very excited we've expanded we've got um brand new facilities we've built stages we've got live bands live djs um and we're really looking forward to coming back with a bit of a bang this weekend all right so for, for people that haven't been to an urban market before just describe exactly what it is for us kirsty So the Urban Market is a collective of local vendors um, from thrift to vintage to local brands. You know, everyone's selling everything, basically. It's an alternative to going to the malls. Um, And what we've done is created this environment that has food trucks, that has bars, that has entertainment. We've got giant games something that's open to everyone to come and experience this kind of street market atmosphere which seems to be super popular i mean i'm amazed i've been along to um uh, quite a few of these and that there really is a big scene for second-hand clothing and 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 thrift isn't there Uh, why do you think that is i think you know during the pandemic we've all reassessed our spending habits um, and we realise that there's so much opportunity to come out and buy items at a fraction of the cost that we would pay in the mall. Um, I mean, with some of these vintage items, they're 10, 20, 30 years old and they're still in great condition. Whereas we could buy something from fast fashion and after a couple of washes, it's faded or it's fallen apart. And I think people are into this uh, reworking, upcycling. So we work with a lot of brands who, you know, rework clothing items into new trendier styles a bit like with people upcycling furniture and so i think it's just people are looking for more value for money and they can find that when they're thrifting you know dresses Mm, 10 dirhams trainers 50 dirhams you know and and most of these things are very very good condition so you know once you've worn them a couple of times you're not going to know if they were brand new from the shops or from a second-hand market. Yeah, and uh, I think part of the appeal as well is not knowing what you're going to find, Kirsty. You know, it's, it's kind of you're on a treasure hunt and you're not sure what might turn up. Yeah, absolutely. And there's just, 
There is. It's like, you know, going on an adventure and seeing what's out there. You, you're going to find things that you never even knew you were looking for. Exactly. So this um, is going to be, uh, is it on one level of the car park at Media One or split levels? How's it all going to be set out? Um, so it's split levels. So you're actually, we've, we've expanded due to popular demand. So you'll come into P7, uh, P6 and you'll have a flow of vendors, food outlets, bars, entertainment going all the way up to the top of P7. So, you know, 50 plus vendors and we've got some different food brands coming in, some up and coming food brands, gourmet popcorn, drip burger, um, milkshakes. Mm -hmm. You know, we've got the bars and entertainment for the over 21s. You know, if you come and you want to grab a burger and the beauty is you can do all of this whilst you're shopping. Um, And there's plenty of places to sit and hang out. So you can really come with your friends, your family and make a whole day. Uh, you said there's 50-plus vendors. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm kind of a fan of, you know, um, the, the T-shirt kind of side of things. Fashion Rerun, of course, um, is is a big name in uh, in that particular area. But you've got lots of other styles of vendors as well. Just t- tell me some of the, you know, other alternative things that we can buy there. So, I mean, a popular thing that we're bringing in this time is kind of unique jewellery. We've got some guys that rework uh, vintage designer clothing into kind of thrift uh, designer jewellery. We've got, uh, you know, high street brands selling swimsuits. We've got artists selling uh, digital art and illustrations. Um, We've got pet pet. Uh, vendors selling things for your pooch. Okay. Uh, we've got a bit of everything. <laughs> and you say you've got entertainment lined up. Uh, are we talking DJs, bands? Um, how's that going to work? Yeah, so what we wanted to do, another major thing for us was that um, we, you know, we introduced people to these upcoming brands and these fashion outlets that they maybe haven't heard of before and we wanted to do the same thing with our entertainment. So over the summer, we've, we've had open mics um, and we've had, you know, DJ sets from up-and-coming DJs. Um, and we've actually got two DJs. One's called DJ Noor and one's called MC Height. Um, two local guys, young guys, grew up in Dubai, DJing is their passion, um, and they're going to both be performing um, Noor on the Friday and Height on the Saturday. And then we're also um, really looking forward to welcoming Charlie119, who are a four-piece band. Um, and they do everything from, you know, rock and roll yeah. to ballads that you'd know the words to and you can sing along to. Um, and they're actually family. They're a brother and a sister and two cousins. So we love that about them. <laughs> yeah, I know. They're, they've actually appeared on this show as well. So uh, great band in Charlie 119. So um, what are the timings for this? And um, did, you, did I hear you say it's over two days? Yeah. So on Friday, it's going to be open from 2 p.m. till 8 p.m. And on Saturday, it's going to be open from 12 till 6. So previously, we did um, seven weeks in Media One, and we did every Friday back to back to back. And what we've decided this time around is that um, due to the success of moving the market to target different locations and different communities, we're just going to do one weekend a month in Media One. So if you miss it this weekend, you're going to have to wait till November. Um, So super important (laughs) if you're interested in seeing it in action that you come along this weekend. Um, and there's a 20 dirham entry fee, but that includes a token fee to go and grab a smoothie or a soft drink or something that you want. Okay, that sounds good. Um, I, I remember last time we spoke, quite uh, quite some time ago now, you you were looking for a, a nice Spice Girl t-shirt, which I think you actually located. Is there anything else on your shopping list, Kirsty, that, uh, that you wouldn't mind picking up at Urban Market? 
I mean, to be honest with you, I go there with no nothing in my mind and I always leave with stuff. I cannot fail to leave with something. <laughs> so recently I picked up um, a Britney Spears T-shirt because we're all very happy Britney's free. Yeah. Um, and um, an Avengers T-shirt because I've been enjoying the Avengers movies recently. So, yeah, I guess with – and I got the Spice Girl. I've got two Spice Girls T-shirts now. Oh, wow. So, um, I guess for me, I just love going and seeing what's out there. And I never really know what I'm going to find, but I always find something. Fantastic. So, that's happening this weekend, Friday and on Saturday. That's uh, Urban Market returning to the Media One car park. Sounds like a lot of fun. Listening to Lunch with Lloyd on Dubai I 103.8. Welcome back to the show, Lunch with Lloyd through two o'clock. Now, uh, coming up uh, this month on uh, Theatre by QE2, 14th through the, the 16th of October, is Horrible Histories or Horrible Histories. And uh, to tell us more about what we can expect from the show is uh, Neil Foster, the man behind it. Neil, good afternoon to you. How are you? All right, nice to talk to you. So, tell me about Horrible Histories and um, what it's all about. We're bringing our West End production of Barmy Britain, which is a fantastically fun romp through 2,000 years of British history, starting with the Romans and having uh, wonderful characters like King Henry VIII, Anne Boleyn, Dick Turpin, uh, Guy Fawkes, Queen Victoria, um, who all get together, <coughs> performed by two actors, including myself, uh, as you say, on, on the Q2, and we're also going to be in Abu Dhabi at uh, Theatre Earth uh, the following week, and um, we're really looking forward to it. So just two, two guys um, holding all this together. Once you, once you get started into the first scene, it must be non-stop for you. T- tell me how you, you know, handle it from a performance point of view, Neil. It's one of the <clears throat> hardest challenges that I've ever created. We, we've been producing theatre uh, for the last 30 years, we, we at the moment we specialise uh, David Williams' uh, major books. And Barmy Britain started off as a West End show 10 years ago. It's the longest running children's show in West End history. And what I was inspired by was those great double acts that um, a lot of British people have enjoyed over the decades. Morecambe and Wise, the two Ronnie, Cannon and Ball, always just two men uh, performing together. And it seems to work it fantastically well. In fact, at one point when we did the show on a bigger tour, I, I made it uh, a show with four people in, and it didn't work as nearly as well because there's that wonderful energy between two people. And as you say, when we start this show, we don't stop. We change into all our costumes on stage. We never leave the stage. And when I first performed it back 10 years ago, I, I felt like I'd been hit for a, by a truck for two weeks. <laughs> the energy that it requires is enormous. And I'm sure that uh, translates to the audience as well, and, and they'll feel that energy. Tell me about your uh, opposite number, then. Um, you're playing one character. Who's playing the other? So we've got our wonderful actor, Martin Atkinson, who's been working for us for the last three or four years. Um, we, <clears throat> we've all of us been doing different versions of Barmy Britain. We've just done our brand-new version of Barmy Britain in uh, the West End this summer, which sold out and was an enormous success. This particular version is what we call the best of Barmy Britain. It's got all our favourite scenes from the first three versions of Barmy, and and that's why it works so well. It's got a lot of audience participation, a lot of songs, a lot of jokes, but uh, more important, I suppose, than anything, it's got a lot of history, and history that a lot of people think they know, but we tell them the truth. Okay, so you might learn a little bit more. Um, Tell me about your wardrobe. It sounds like you've got quite a lot of costumes um, to go along with this. 
Yes, we each wear, I suppose, about 10 costumes each during the show. They're very specially designed so that we can get them on in about 20 seconds. So we can turn from Henry VIII to Guy Fawkes in a, in a, you know, in a quick of a flash so the audience can enjoy watching us do it. And, and it's all part of the fun because it's, I, want, I was inspired by the idea that I want children to go home and you know, <laughs> open their mother's wardrobe and say, right, <laughs> I'm going to dress up. Uh, whatever I want to do, you know, open a, a open a wicker basket and, and dress into other characters. Because all theatre should be inspiring that way, and particularly children's theatre. You want people to go home, look up on Wikipedia about all the characters they're talking about, start doing their own dramas in their bedrooms, get their friends together and start acting yeah. it out. And, and funnily enough, I had a friend who brought their uh, five-year-old son to it, and they, she, she then texted me later that night and said, thank you very much, I've just spent the last two hours doing Barmy Britain. I'm already exhausted. So um, it, it, it's really got that effect on children. It's really uh, infusing for people for history and drama. I bet it is. So tell me where the uh, production has travelled to in the time that you've been with it. You said it's been around 10 years. Where, where has it taken you, uh, Neil? Well, we've gone all over the world. We've, uh, we've done Hong Kong, Singapore. We've performed on the concert hall of the Sydney Opera House. Again, just the two of us in front of 2,000 people. It was one of the wow. best experiences I've had. I mean, and it really works. We, but we also do it, um, <clears throat> we've done it in fields, we've done it on piers, at castles, we've performed <laughs> at Hampton Court Palace, the Tower of London, um, Buckingham Palace, we, we've, we've done every palace virtually in Britain. It's, um, it's a show that can perform anywhere, in the biggest theatres and in the smallest stages, in gardens and fields, and we're so excited to be on the QE2, because obviously that's thought sort of, you know, something to tick off the box that so everyone wants to perform on a venue like that, and, and the QET is fabulous. Amazing. So uh, you're going to be doing several shows from the 14th to the 16th of October on the QE2. Uh, do, you, uh, do you think you'll have any time to uh, do a bit of sightseeing while you're here, Neil? Uh, I'm, I'm, because I haven't actually stopped for the last seven years, I'm looking to stop on a lovely beach and swim in a lovely pool and have a lovely glass of orange juice. Uh, we c- that's, that's my plan. Lovely. We can provide all of those. Uh, Neil Foster, once again, the man behind Horrible Histories. It's coming to Theatre by QE2 from the 14th through the 16th of October. This is Lunch with Lloyd. On Dubai Eye 103.8. Yeah, welcome back into uh, the show. It's lunch with Lloyd through two o'clock, and on the menu next. Can't buy me love. going to meet the Beatles, which is rather unusual um, on the show, and uh, I'm meeting a Beatle by the name, name of Steve Hemming, who uh, joins us on the line. Steve, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Uh, brilliant. Um, so, um, which Beatle are you, Steve, in this show that's coming to the city called Meet the Beatles? Uh, well, I play Paul McCartney. Right. Uh, well, <laughs> if there's a Beatle that you want to be, it's definitely Paul, isn't it? So tell me a little bit Absolutely. about tell me a little bit about this show and uh, what uh, fans can expect um, from the show that's coming to the QE2. Well, it's a, it's a basically a show of the of the Beatles back catalogue, really. So everything from from mop top to rooftop, as they say, mop top to rooftop. I mean, obviously, you you know the catalogue back to front, and uh, they went through mm. very different eras, different styles. Of course, it started, as you say, with the mop tops, ended up with Abbey Road and Sergeant Pepper's. What's kind of your favourite era of of the Beatles? Would you say? Ooh, I would. I think I like the early stuff, the rock and roll party 
sort of, um, yeah, please, please me, twist and shout, that sort of era. Personally. Okay. Yeah. What are the most demanding songs, would you say, out of their uh, back catalogue to sing? Oh, the demanding ones would be the, the production on the later songs uh, is quite difficult to replicate live. Yeah. Um, but in a, in a modern sort of modern day, you can, you can emulate certain things that you couldn't necessarily do back in the 60s, you know. Is, is there still the same appetite for the Beatles' music? Uh, obviously, you tour a lot. You know, are, 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 you're still filling out some theatres um, with the show? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, you, you see little kids as young as four or five years old dancing along to the Beatles. Uh, it's it's incredible. It's timeless music that I think will be around for, for many, many more years. Yeah. Have you met a Beatle? Or have you ever seen a Beatle uh, perform live? Uh David in the band uh, who plays George Harrison, he went to see Paul McCartney a few years ago yeah. and uh, was absolutely starstruck watching <laughs> an actual Beatle on the stage, you know. <laughs> I bet he was, especially when, you, you know, a lot of your lives is uh, is uh, actually singing uh, those songs. So, um, Oh, that's wh- it, yeah. Where have you travelled to? I mean, have you taken this uh, show uh, around the planet, around the world? Yeah, we we played all over, really. We've played uh, mexico america uh, we're off to china next year oh wow so yeah all over yeah it's 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 good it's universal music that i think most people enjoy to be right. honest. and tell me about the, the rest of the lads in the band uh, you know you're a four piece of course who are the other guys so we've got lee playing john lennon um david playing george harrison and zal jones playing ringo uh we've been going as a band now for about 15 years professionally okay um and it, yeah, it's just it's just good fun music that we really enjoy to play, you know. Yeah, a lot of longevity then, f- fifteen years. Mm. I mean, is the banter with a, a, a Liverpool accent on stage as well? Yeah, we do do the accents on stage. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I bet you, I bet you're a dab hand at a Liverpool accent. You, you probably pass for uh, uh, for a scouser now, wouldn't you? Well, I have to say, we played in Liverpool many, many times, and, and the amount of, of scousers who come up to us and ask us, are you actually from Liverpool? And we go, no, unfortunately we're not. And they were like, wow, that's a fantastic accent, well done. And think, oh, well, there you go. <laughs> uh, good for you. So you've obviously got that um, off pat. I mean, uh, coming out to play here at Theatre by QE2, um, is, is mm. this a first in Dubai, or have you been before? Uh, we do a 60s show as well. So we, we were just before the pandemic hit, we played um, a 60s show on the QE2, and it was okay. a fantastic time. It was so much fun. So, yeah, we're really excited to get back out there. Bringing the Fab Four to uh, the QE2. What, what did you do last time when you were here? And what, what are your plans? What do you fancy getting up to when you, you come on this trip? I, it's a fantastic place to visit, and we're so excited just to see the sides again, to be honest. Yeah. The Burj Khalifa yeah. will be waiting for you, I'm sure. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> uh, so once again, that's Meet the Beatles show. Uh, it's going to be happening uh, from Thursday the 28th, uh, Friday the 29th of October as well. Um, give our regards to the guy, Steve, and uh, we look forward to you coming over. Will do. Thank you very much. There you go. Meet the Beatles.